This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What it is. Hello, hello. Welcome to Tyrus and the Wise Men. Excuse me, fellas. I was running late. I, I, I sat down. I was talking boxing with Pierce Morgan today, so that was pretty cool. So uh, talking about that big fight coming up between uh, Jake Paul and uh, Fury. Well, that ought to be good, actually, to be honest with you. I yeah, well, I mean, good. he's got to cash some checks, his ego wrote, so he's going to be in there with a real boxer now. <laughs> right, yeah. This ain't, this, this ain't 54-year-old UFC guys. This is real deal. Dude's been doing this since he was 13, so it, it'll be real quick or it'll be a huge upset. But I think he's playing with house money, though. Well, if it ain't yours, I guess you can do another. But I'm is saying he, he gets not. actually good? Hey. I thought Silva actually outpointed him, although he had the knockdown. It was a pretty good knockdown. Uh, Like I said, he's knocked out some guys, but I I would argue a lot of those guys, you know, the UFC guys had already been in a million wars. Probably, you know, just just generally speaking, didn't have if they could still take hard hits, they'd still be in UFC. So you know, you can. But I'm not. I mean, um, you know, the internet world, which we're all not necessarily big fans of. uh, That's what they like, and guys, you know, playing boxer. But it's a big deal. Do I think Jamel Charo is worried about him at 154 pounds for his championship? No. But, uh, you know, all the pressure's on Fury. I mean, his older, first of all, his older brother's Tyson Fury. So, you know, and uh, Tyson basically told him he'd leave his ass in the desert if he lost. So, you know. his dad ain't no better. Like, his dad's just as aggressive about the whole thing, too. Like, his dad wants to fight him. So, and they had a bet to where winner takes all. So uh, you know, I'll probably uh, I'll probably check it out. Why not? It's not like it's, if there was an NWA pay per view, I probably wouldn't check it out because I'd be doing our thing. But um, you know, it's uh, it's a good time, man. People, I, I kind of like the further we get from the pandemic, people are out, they're doing things. Uh, kind of interested in this. What do you guys think about this? Everybody's wrestling and uh, or boxing in uh, Dubai and Saudi Arabia and stuff like that. Do you do you see the wrestling world headed that way too? Totally. Why wouldn't not head over there? I think. Uh, Bro, did you read? Um, man, they put out some statement the other day. I'm gonna look it up really quick, and, and I'm gonna find it and uh, tell y'all. It was some profit statement that WWE's profited more off. Uh, I think it was Elimination Chamber. Yep. The one that just passed. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I saw that. You it's all it? about yeah. following the money, right? It's all about following the money. Yeah, well, I said, of course, they're putting out how much profit they're making, like, the, you know, the most profit they have made right now because they're about to sell the company. So they want it to look appealing. Right. And, I mean, it's because I've wrestled in Dubai. Uh, I've wrestled in Qatar. Uh, I know uh, WWE did a yearly event in Saudi Arabia. But I, I think for some of the smaller companies, you know, that might be a way to get uh, on the playing field and give some of their talents some, some big paydays. Uh, because that it seems to be opening up to the Western way of entertainment and sports. So, you know, they just had the World Cup out there. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised in the next couple of years if you saw NWA pay-per-view uh, in Dubai. I think that would be... Uh, we better be flying first class. <laughs> yeah. Well, if there, was a, yeah, if, there was a trunk, if there was a trunk of a plane, Aaron would put you in it. But, uh, yeah. 
But, uh, you know, every time I've been over there, you get treated like a king uh, or queen. And, um, you know, uh, they, uh, I, I was one of the – I was wrestling there, and one of the uh, Sheik's sons, I was his favorite wrestler, so they invited us to the palace. And, uh, wow, I was just like, wow, just wow. When you have a plane as a chandelier, you're, you're doing some things. You're, you're doing well. Uh, and he had every yeah, yeah. he had every Ford ever made as a collection in his garage. Like we would collect Hot Wheels, and uh, and he had pet cheetahs. And the only thing that bothers me is they do this. And I know Kofi had the same issue where he was wrestling over there for the WWE, and they gave him this amazing sword with jewels in it. And but of course he couldn't get it through customs, so it's like and then he had to give it back, right? Uh, and the son gave me one of his prized cheetahs. So I have a video of me playing with this cheetah thinking how am I going to get in my carry-on back? Uh, you know, and it's the same thing where it costs a small fortune and permits and whatever to get it. At the time, I was living in Florida, so you know damn right well I could easily have had a cheetah uh, as a pet in Florida because everything goes in Florida. So, uh, but it was amazing when I was like, oh, it's going to cost just a shade under 20 grand. Uh, to get it to America, and I just said, you know what? He's happy here. Uh, he'll always be with me in spirit. But uh, you know, it was very, very cool. You know, uh, very cool. So I'm hoping that uh, that opens up the venue. But I don't also want it to take away from the American fans. I don't want to see to where the only way that they see live events is on pay per view. I still think, uh, you know, you still got to you still got to build at home. And I and I'm actually I think the NWA we're doing that. I think we're building. You know, we're seeing. Uh, a big number in attendance starting to spike up, and uh, we just had, came up with a very successful uh, pay-per-view, and uh, all yeah. our TV tapings were sold out, and our pay-per-view numbers are up. So uh, people are starting to come out, and, and they want to see wrestling, and they want to see stuff. So it's, so it's good for all of us. Uh, yeah, I think it is. And to your point, um, when, when you say the American fans, um, I've been saying this all along, and I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard me preach it and everything um, to the younger talent, where – what is missing in the business today is what made the business so popular in the first place. And I often equate it to, I say, North American television wrestling or wrestling, as they call it, which is more theatrical combined with, you know, all the physicality um, being what it needs to be. Top level athletes, you know, smashing each other, throwing each other around. Um, but at the same time, it is an allowance for characters and the way it was presented with the drama of it. And, um, you know, with NWA, that's what we're going for. And I think that's what's hopefully going to make us um, the standout, which is what we're all going for. Because there's a, uh, a specific style that is completely lost today because a lot of people have schools that just don't know how to teach it. Well, OK, but before we get on that real quick, you know, what? how much do you think TV <laughs> killed the character part? Because they didn't have time, you know. You got uh, eight minutes with entrances and your set, and you don't have time to get the character over. You got to get the match over. I think that I think that hurt the game. Your thoughts, anyone? I mean, not to say again. I'll shut up after this, but if, if this is just me, and and again, I think we're all in the same boat professionally. You give any one of us TV time, we'll get the character over. Right. Yeah. We just don't have a million things. I can get my character over when you announce me in five seconds. You'll know exactly yeah. who I am. And the same can be said for anyone of you. I, I think this group, though, is a different league, though. And I mean, I'm not trying to toot our horn, but toot, toot, toot. We all can go out there and be handed 
uh, a broomstick and go out there and create something. Whereas this generation that's coming up isn't getting those opportunities and or they're not learning that style of wrestling. It's more of the spots than the story. And I think we're we're actually delivering a lost art, in my opinion. Uh, and I was, I was going to say, too, like social media, right? How, how much of that do you think is taking away from the TV, right? If, if they can always find the character, if the character is being more developed on social media, or how, how does, I, I don't know, how does that play? There's no mystery anymore. Yeah, because I really do believe that that has changed a lot of the business. You know what Remember I mean? when so, a guy could come out from Parts Unknown and we all be right. like, whoa, like, oh, And they <laughs> had to go to a specific outlet to see that character in that form yeah. express himself there. And then, but if they get it all on social, you know, I don't know, that that's kind of a, that's something I wonder too. Well, you know, it's how a much different you, dimension. Like it's a well, different right. dimension to a character, but <laughs> no, like if, if you want to present yourself to the public a certain way, which is all character is. Cause I, like sometimes I think we get niched in these terms um, like, Oh, what a promo is or what a character is and all that. But what all the character is, is what, your perception is or what the, the public perception of you is. Right. And that's kind of all it is. And like, you can use social media to your advantage. And a lot of people do that. You know, it's just like, how far are you willing to go? Yeah. Or not go because to Trevor's right. point, if you're from parts unknown, you have to have the fortitude to not be on social media. You have right. to yeah. have, you have to how not far are you willing to go? get that yeah. attention. You know, like I'm not, I don't do social media because I'm a hooded character, and I'm from parts unknown. So, therefore, why would I have a Twitter account? So, the only way you'd see me uh, would be at NWA, but then they would be like, oh, you're not going to be able to get over as much if you don't use social media. So, it just comes down to how committed you are to the bit because mystery used to mean something, and uh, right. it seems to be Could a— Could you imagine if Undertaker would have put out, like, a tweet, headed to Starbucks? Right, exactly. Yes. He never did that. Yes. He never did right. that. Neither did Kane. No. He never no. did that. And uh, there was there was a mystery to it, and you wanted, you would hope to catch them, you know. But they they protected the gimmick, you know, uh, and they well, protected the sport. Then, yeah, I think people the, got pictures of them outside the ring. Like Taker was always, you know, glasses, big long trench coat. You know, he like you said, protected the business. You know who today. doesn't? He doesn't get enough credit for really protecting the business, and um, was the boogeyman. He yeah. would wear a veil. Yeah at the airport. You never saw his face. Now, I don't know how the hell he got through security every week through TSA. He was the boogeyman. But he never wore, he, you never saw his real face. He wore a black veil and a hat. So you never saw his face. And I remember seeing that at, and the first time I saw it, I think I might have been hungover and I was like, what, what happened to him? And then I was like, dude, that's awesome. You know, that he is protecting the boogeyman. So the only time you ever saw or had any idea, you had no idea who the boogeyman was, you know, and, and that was, I think that was amazing in that day and age, in this day and age, to protect things and not and just stay away from the Internet. But then again, um, we, we kind of hit on it, but I think we need to talk about it because it's driving me crazy. Now, Luke, you run one of the most reputable schools, uh, tough schools. Guys come out of there and are able to, to go to the next level. How frustrating is it that we have all these wrestling schools, and I'm using that term loosely, uh, that are being run by guys who never pissed a drop 
in terms of well, actually being a good wrestler. And I'm not talking about whether some TV show put you on or put you out because here's the deal. Wrestlers know guys who can go. People, you know, you've worked guys who are technically sound and can train. There is a there's a huge difference between being able to perform. I think uh the million dollar man Ted DiBiase is probably the best example of that. One of the best technical wrestlers and character wrestlers ever, but he had no he just never had the desire when he was asked to age in and teach guys. He just didn't he's like either you have it or you don't. That was just his attitude. Yeah. So uh, as a guy who's able to not just perform in the ring at a high level, being able to, to train at the same time, uh, is it frustrating when you meet guys or you come across guys who show up and be like, oh, I trained at such and such school, and you're like, that guy couldn't even work. How Like these, these backyard all garage the, all, all the time. schools I let is it go. killing the business. I let, I let it go because I realize that it's a never-ending battle and there's nothing I can do about it. And the reason that is, is because there's no qualifications to get in or to be a professional wrestler. Right. There's no standard. So there's no certificate. There's nothing, you know, your mama could be a pro, pro wrestler. It's yeah, for real. Frustrating. And, and that's, that's what bugs me about the athletic commissions right here. Like you got the Louisiana State Athletic Commission, right? Right. They're supposed to commission events and like, you know, the safety, everything involved. But they have no idea what they're looking at. Nobody on the, the commission has ever been in freaking uh, wrestling before. And the sad thing about it is, like, it's just a money grab. Your, right, your yeah. mama can go get yeah. a wrestling li- right license and promoter license. They don't say, what do you know? You know, they don't put you through any tests. You know nothing. They just say, pay this fee. Okay, now you're a wrestler. And it's like, wait, what? How You can't do that with baseball. You can't do that with football. You can't do that. Like, I can't say I'm a pro football player because – you know, I'd have to show some kind of statistic behind it. Right. You know, you'd have to show my, my, you know, I played for the Saints for one year, whatever the hell it was. Like pro wrestling, everybody could say they're a pro wrestler. It drives me nuts. Yeah, acting is the same. You got to have a SAG card or or show your IDBM or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, yeah, I did this well, movie. Yeah, I did that movie. SAG yeah. card. Yeah, SAG card. So yeah, like in and so we're having this influx and that of these untrained guys by guys who just didn't get it themselves and their whole stick is that they were too good to do, you know, to work up North, you know, or, uh, you know, or, or work down South. Anyone that ever says that just sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Sucks. Job, but I wanted to stay close to home. Yeah. Like yeah. I just, you know, I'm not going to be told what to do, you know, and, or, or they were, you know, they, they were at, they hey, had, but Hey, think about it. Though. There are guys like that. Think about how many guys came in, got signed, went to NXT or Florida and just didn't want to do what they were told. Right. And got released. You guys yeah, seen I mean, it? That's simple. I mean, like, like, and it is, right? Like, sometimes, like DiBiase said, you either got it or you don't. And sometimes, in my opinion, the answer really is, you know, do you have an aptitude for this or do you not? Because the these people with wrestling schools, what, what has happened, what I've noticed, is that suddenly, and this is just, again, real talk, they think they're entitled to an opinion when they are not. Like, they do not have the time into this, nor the skill set to, like, nor the resume to prove, like, that when they say something, it needs to be taken into consideration. Um, and it, it's just, like, the lack of skill level and then the amount of credibility that is lending itself to that skill level is right. kind of disturbing. We'll be back with much more after this. 
From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. That's why I took so long to open up a school because I was like, I, I didn't have a TV background from wrestling. I wasn't signed to WWE, so I said, who would want to learn from me? They're going to think I don't know anything because I've never been on television. So that was my attitude towards opening a school at first. And it took me a long time. And I had to convince myself that, like, I could do it. Okay, but let's, to those of you who don't know, I think I wrestled for the WWE in New Orleans and Louisiana probably, I would say, in in my career, I'd say probably 20 to 30 times, maybe more. And every time I was there, Luke was there. If he was not bringing in guys to take a look at, if he was not working young WWE guys, getting them ready for TV, like his resume, although, yeah, for whatever reasons, and again, whoever decides a pen, whether you work or not on TV or not, is really not up to you. It's up to them. And we've all been yep. on the good side of it, and we've been on the wrong side of it, right? One day we're the we're the the, the new the new like God dropped us in the wrestling planet, and we're on our way with a rocket on our back, and then all of a sudden we're that guy. Like it changes just like that. But there was nobody who would question his credentials because he worked me. He he got me through a match when I was green. Uh, he's worked probably every main eventer outside of the guys from the, like the Attitude Era who are always established at one time or another. So that type of resume is different because he can back that up. I've been in the ring with everybody. I've got this guy a job. I did this guy a job. That that's a different thing. Then there's the guys who've been an extra once or twice um, in a dance situation, uh, who then open up a school in their garage, and because they're only charging fifty bucks a month. And it's cheaper than to go up to say to a wildcat where there's a good chance you're going to get cut, or there's a good, or you go to the uh, Bully Ray and Devon school, or you go to Doctor Tom Pritchard school. There's a good chance yeah. after after being there a week, they're going to sit you down and say, "Here, keep your money. This isn't for you." You know, and when they don't tell you that, and they tell you, "Hey, yeah, hey, being five six and four hundred pounds, you're a gimmick guy. You got this." No, you don't. You know what I'm saying? And, or the fact that uh, they tell you to throw a drop kick and you have no clue what that is, that, that's not a good school. If it's cheap and close, there's a reason for it. If you go in there and you look up on the wall and you speak to the trainer and like, hey, even if the guy didn't make it to WrestleMania or whatever the hell, uh, but he has a list of guys that he's trained or worked with and people who would vouch for him and there's photos in the locker room of guys who've came and went, who've had, who've had the opportunity, let's say, to, to work at, for Wildcat Wrestling, for, exa- for one of the schools I'm talking about here. If you don't have those things, if the garage is just pictures of themselves, uh, in, don't keep your money, save it, yeah. pay your bills, train and find, and find a school that, maybe won't accept you at first because that's the place that's going to like you work and really let you know whether this is for you. Cause there's nothing worse than training in a, in a, and I'm just saying a garage, but training in a garage for two years under this, under these false pretenses, go to your first dark match. And someone like an agent, like Arn Anderson says, get the out of my ring. Where did you learn <laughs> <Yeah>. this? <shit>? <laughs> <laughs> Who trained you? Oh. Yeah. You know, and I've seen that, you All know, yeah. and, uh, and then they turn and look at their trainer, and you know what he does? He looks away. He he looks away <laughs> with his frail long hair and his fanny pack. He looks away. Yeah. 
You know, like, oh, man, you know, I just – I, I just also comes down to the, the weeding out process, guys. Like, you – everybody on this, on this podcast would never have gone to somebody that we didn't think could get us to the next step. And if you're that guy that's looking for Jimmy Bob of, you know, some local Kentucky town, you want him to train you, that's the name you want to throw around, I say go for it. Well, guys like is, you don't need to be in our in our league. You know what I mean? Like none of us this, went to school going, is, I want Jimmy Bob to train me. I, I had trouble with understanding this for a long time, and I still don't understand it, but I, I did let it go. Maybe y'all can help me. See, when that started happening and other schools started popping up, like I, I would have a student for like three or four months, didn't know his head from his ass, and then he would quit. And next thing you know, he would go open up his own school like, right down the road. I'm serious. I'm serious. I know you are. And then they start running shows, and like some of our fans would leave our shows and go to their shows and stop coming to our shows. And their shows were so freaking bad, bro. But like because they interacted with them on social media, people would go to their show just because they would, you know, write them back on social media. And I just didn't, and, and they would post about, oh, the, this is the best wrestling. And I'm going, it's clearly not the best wrestling. It's terrible. Like, how, why would you even say that? How could you? Uh, I, I just never understood it. Like, What'd I can understand. Do? Like, I let it go. I just let it go. Let it I was go? Just yeah, like, you, yeah, because I, I was never. I was like, you, you, you can't that put guy. it over. You can't put Yo, it over. Where's that guy today? Oh, like, they're all quit. They are out. But I'm saying. Exactly. It just, because Mark get weeded out. And the problem, and I, I will shut up after this. But not a chance in hell that happening. Yes. No, you, Luke, as the teacher, and I've seen you, and Trevor has seen you. We've all seen you, how you are with your students, right? You care about the quality of your instruction, and you care about the quality of the people you put out. You are not a trainer to feed your own ego because a lot of it's done because of that. People like having underlings and being like because they can't make it anywhere else. Like they can't yep. cut it. Really? Like, anyway, oh, that's a great that, point. They have a bunch of guys following them around, around, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't been to college, you know. What I'm yeah. saying? Or they do, or yeah. they do find the one talented guy that comes that came in, and they connect themselves to that guy. Um, you, you guys have all seen it. That guy that's like he's that diamond in the rough, and we're like, if he just gets away from that idiot, that guy's gonna get over. We've all seen <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Yeah, talking about Perry with me. No, no, I don't think about that. Yeah, uh, we got him alone at the last taping, and we were like, Perry, we got to get you out, man. And he said, are you kidding me? My Little League dad would kill you all. And we believed him. (laughs) That's how he described his dad. He said, my dad's a Little League dad, man. He said, not only after the match, then I got to hear about it in the car the whole way home. Uh, And then if he really didn't like it, then I got to go wrestle him. So that's why Perry doesn't have many bad matches. I don't. Th- I can't ever remember what he has. I've seen him. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, that kid. But you know, it's it's what's awesome about your son, man, is like he's only wrestling because he wants to. Like he's he graduated like uh, super early. He's like going to be a chemical physicist, fiscal monster. Like he can do whatever he wants to do, uh, and it's always awesome. And it's not just him. We got a group of guys that do it for like they just love doing it. And when you love doing something, it's so much easier to learn and grow because they don't have an ego in terms of wanting to learn. If a veteran comes up to them and gives them a 
a criticism or something, they, they're eager and they want to hear it because they want to be better. Yep. When you go up to a guy who's playing wrestler and you give him a criticism, his first response is, well, the, I was fine with it. The audience was fine with it. No one said anything to me. And you just, and I believe Aaron had that thing. And I just looked at Aaron and I said, don't you ever talk to that guy again. I swear to yeah. God, if I see you give that guy advice again, I will punch you in the side of the face because not the face. Cause I know your mouth and your eyes is your everything to you, but I will yeah. box you in the ear because you're not wasting. The face, not the face. Yes. You're wasting, <laughs> you're wasting your time. And again, we don't have all the answers because you know what? I still will go to Luke and say, what did you think? Did you see anything no, or Trevor? What did you see? What did you see? What did you see? I will go to my friend who will not bull. I mean, like, hey, I, nah, man, I don't think you should be doing that leg drop anymore. It doesn't look right, you know, or like, hey, you need it like this. That's because you love the game and you want to be better. You, when you start coming back from the ring saying, yeah, I did it and it's, oh, I'm over, you're done. You're, you're in the wrong sport because nobody uh, has a flaw that you can oh, If you can't find anything wrong in what you're doing, then you've had the perfect match, then there, you have nothing left to do. Yep. Because. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I go back and when I I'll watch my matches and I will tear myself apart to the point where like I won't allow myself to watch matches of myself until it's past a few weeks because I will. But that's be, because you're honest. You're honest. Yeah. You have honest eyes. You can look at yourself and say, "Hey, that's that's just not just with that. That's in life. You're the right. type of person if you screw up, you go, I screwed up. Hey, I need to fix this. So most people aren't like that. Most people walk away from problems. They ignore problems. Yeah, we you know it, we know this. We talk yeah. about it often, right? Yeah, and it's so true well, in the wrestling business. You know, it's the guys that always have something to say when you give them advice. Yeah, when like, they cut you it, off. It, oh, yeah, I know, but yeah, because of this. Oh, but but I hate that word. I sorry about my language. No, no, but, I can remember a time where I disagreed with Undertaker's criticism of my match. I I I, I felt like he didn't understand where I was coming from. But you know what? Up until right now, unless he's listening, he will never know that because he's the Undertaker. And when he was <laughs> chewing me out and Finley looked at me and I just took it and I took it and I can look him eye and eye and he's chewing my ass out because I fired up when I T-boned Edge halfway across the ring and Edge even told me, hey, you got him, kid, fire up. And so I fired up. I did exactly what I was told to do in the goddamn ring and I get back there and Taker was like, what in the f- was that you firing up wrestling for the heavyweight championship of the world you think you're over and i was just like no sir i didn't say well edge told me to i just took it and he was like throwing his hands up he did the thing where he turned his back and came back you know and he was just like you you don't fire up you're trying to win the championship you pin him like yes sir i'm sorry won't happen again even though i had an argument but like i'm not going to correct the Undertaker, no. because he's never going to talk to me again after that. He's going to say, well, you got all the answers, man. F- this guy and be about his way. And I just missed out. And then it will trickle down because then he's going to be having a steak with Arn somewhere and be like, yeah, I tried to talk to the guy and he had all the answers. And then Arn be like, can you believe that motherfucker told Taker what he thought about his work and he corrected him? And by the time it's yep. done, literally the ring announcer won't even say my name anymore. Come into <laughs> the ring he- that guy you know what i'm saying he knows it all ladies and gentlemen so you don't I people know how serious you are right now like, that is legit. that's exactly like, that's how it happened. is that's yeah. all it takes for you to go from 
up and coming, someone that they will, as Arn Anderson used to tell me, how many shirts did I have to change rolling around with you in the ring? Because mm. why I always shut up and I listened and I never, ever questioned anything. Even if I knew, like, ah, oh, man, I don't think that's right. That's not my place at that moment to say because I'm a student, nope. student of the game. Now, I've got to the point where I'm at towards the end of my career. And now I turn and when a young guy comes up to me and I'll, I'll talk to him and tell him I live by one rule. As soon as he checks me and tells me, I don't f- with him anymore. Nope. You know, there's no point. Because if you have all the answers then there's no point. Go out there and create your magic. Look out. You're on your way. You're going to have every belt in this company, kid. You got it. You know, but that comes from training. I'll tell you right now, none of Luke's students would be in there and be like, oh, you know what? I liked it. You know, the girl the girl in the third row liked it. You'd be like, huh? I, I, got, I got a couple of them, bro. I, got, uh, uh, I put the head through the wall. But I don't. I don't. But I could. No, yeah, you know, you know, it's a happier, kinder Luke, and we're all we all thank you for that. You know, it was an easy adjustment. Yeah. But Luke, the reason you don't is the same reason that Tyrus, when put in that situation, reacted the way he did. When Trevor has been put in situations like that, when Ari, when all of us, because you're a man, okay, because yeah. you have integrity, all right, and you know right from wrong, and that kind of sums it up to where if you have a match, right, when when something doesn't go your way, I'm giving you the opposite thing. And you go and bury someone to the boss behind their back, or when you use your own excuses and your own shortcomings to go and bury other people and pretty much lie about them because you feel that is how you are going to succeed. You know, you may be able to fool one or two people, but with a lot of trained eyes, there is absolutely no fooling that. And that's yeah. what's happening. And again, it's people with integrity versus people with well, zero integrity. You know, you but the, the, third coming from a mile away too. The, the, the truth I mean. is, the truth is, though, Aaron, I, I may, I may have reacted the right way in a couple situations, and and looking back, I may have not reacted the the right way in a couple situations. You know, I mean, I yeah, I, 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 I a couple times I I was like, okay, uh, listen, and then a couple times I I try to, you know, I, I but <laughs> I, for me it was a learning process, and I'm you know I'm just telling the truth that, you know, at times when when people were giving me their opinion late in my career, I I'm, I might have. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I might have done the wrong thing. I might have said, okay, well, I'm going to stick with this and not that. And, you know, that that's something maybe I'm still kind of carrying around with me. Okay, a well, little bit. here's an example. Speaking of, we're going to see, we're going to see a ride because speaking of school, speaking of teaching, yeah. so yeah. this wise men has been yeah. sort of like us coming together and, uh, you know, being a part of something. And you have sure. you know, constantly you know, behind my back, always trying to talk about how you could run the show and you could do these things. And uh, yes, Aaron, Aaron gave me a detailed text message. I know everything. Uh, thank you, Aaron. I thank you so much for always having my back. There's no uh, evidence of that. Uh, no, of course I had the good, I had the good taste of bleeding. Well, here's to my point. Here's my point. Uh, I've, I've got to do the five, right? So Aaron, since you, you think you you told me that Kevin thinks he knows it all. Kevin is going to lead the last 20 minutes of this podcast, okay? And you better remember how to end the show. Nobody help him. And I never Luke said Luke, I could run the no. podcast. So here you, you go, I, ladies and gentlemen, for the next remaining 20 minutes of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Kylie, who wants to be number one, it's your I, show, and good <laughs> luck, and you better end it right. So love you guys. 
Tired. Good luck, Kevin. Brother, Tired. Brother, we'll talk Sink or swim, baby. I just pushed <laughs> you through the curtain. Go, kid. It, Call it out there. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. Aaron, did I say I could run the show better than Tyler? <clears throat> he made it up. He made it up. It is okay. a complete fallacy. He has to do the five, or maybe, you know what, with scheduling, maybe there's there's something uh, at the cafeteria he likes. You know what okay. I mean? He, uh, maybe it's like grilled chicken breast day. And he, uh, so whatever it is, but I think I'm going to do a great job, Kevin. Hey, he is going to do a great job. He's safe. There's no ropes to jump over here. He's 100% <laughs> in control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, do we have oh, a new God. format, Kevin? What do you think about a format now? Like, you can make changes. You are you are in command right now. Well, since the boss is gone, can we talk about, you know, is that something we can get all freaky about now? What? <laughs> what? Well, no, we're still on the air. You're like, we're still oh, still oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I didn't know we're still on the air. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, my bad. We're, we're still on the air. That's a they're going to edit you know, that I, part out for sure. Of course, I was thinking about way, way in the past. I never said I could run the show better than. Did you say that? Never. And there was never a private text message sent. Like, right. in fact, when he was hosting Gutfield last night, which he uh, right. like, by the way, crushed it, crushed it, crushed it. it. Crushed it. And what was going on? I was like, oh, we had that little group text going on, and I was going to text him like. I was like, oh, Brodus, you know, I was saved in my phone. I still have him as Brodus. But uh, like, hey, you're killing it. But I said, wait a minute. No, I'm going to put it in the group text. So I, I don't do the, the ones who's like that. But when I discuss wise men business, it is in the wise men group text. Right. Uh, and, right. and per the text, he uh, walked into that with a delayed flight, five-hour delayed flight, walked in, no rehearsals, no, re no writers, sat down. They said lights, camera, action. And he was on point. So... Man, that's we got to be well, proud of that, dude. He went out and killed it. But that's a wrestler, right? And that's what, like, yeah. honestly, at some level, we're all trained to do. Now, he, I mean, he is amazingly talented in his own way. But the, in terms of the thinking on your feet, right? Like, how many times have we all been in a situation where you're like, you're on live television or you're out in the ring or, you know, something happens, you're in a, a match and, you know, you get busted open and, and you have to make last minute adjustments on the fly, right? So it's almost like a muscle yeah. in your brain. That just gets used to doing it, right? Like switch comes well, on. Here that's Tyrus' specialty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, we've all been in the ring with the guy that's like, "Where are we at? What are we doing?" Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, take but that's a deep breath, bro. And that's what this that's... is all about, Kevin. Just take a deep breath and leave it go, <laughs> brother. You got this. Man. He's got it. He's got it. Are you in the studio, Kevin? No, I'm not. I'm in Florida. All hey, right, also, so you know what? also we, we got I, got, I got something for y'all. I got, we, I got something for y'all. I got something to talk about really quick. So, uh, uh, I, I, I'm coordinating a little. Well, I think I'm coordinating a little episode of this television show. And I'm submitting some guys. Aaron, I already submitted you. I submitted right. Tyrus. Um, you know, I can submit Trevor and and, and you guys too. Um, tell you more about it off the air if y'all interested. And I don't know if y'all. They got really a fat redneck spot. They got a fat well, redneck they, spot. They, they, they actually, not. actually. Actually, one of the descriptions is a fat redneck type guy. So I was like, oh, you're perfect geez. for it. But yeah. I, I don't know what your schedule looks like. So I want to talk to you about it. Hey, Rye, I wouldn't mind having you submit if you if you want to do any of that stuff too. Like, I, you know, it's just. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I'd be grateful. Thank you. You know, any of y'all. Like I said, like, like, so what I do is like, you know, I'd submit y'all, get y'all through casting. You get a little audition. And then it's up to how you do an audition and what the director thinks of you from there. Look, uh, let me ask you this. Good. Let me ask you this. In your position right now in Hollywood, right? 
Wait, because no, I'm actually fascinated when like the way you coordinate and stuff like that. Has that kind of worked for you, or um, I should say, has being in wrestling worked for you in that world in terms of just like? Oh your- no, but one hundred percent. Well, that's why I took. That's why I never ended up going taking any WWE deals when it was offered to me because I'd already yeah. got established in this world and I was already doing too well to take a back step and go back into wrestling and be unsure. You know, it's like I could yeah. wrestle at my convenience now and not have to do it you know and uh worry where my next check's coming from or anything like like i I got stability behind me because of the film business so which which made me more valuable in wrestling so Mm -hmm. it worked it it ended up working hand in hand you know what i'm saying very cool man yeah aaron i want to talk about this when did i say i could run the show better than tyler (laughs) (laughs) no and i'm publicly saying this on the air not one time like this are you? Are, <laughs> I I don't believe I ever said that. Let's no. just take it. You got the rage, brother. Take yeah, it. Yeah, Kevin, go, man. We got. Hey, he's gonna it. drive himself crazy over it. Uh, no, Kevin, you I know. What are you feeling right now? This is interesting. Like, so what are yeah. what are you feeling right now, Kevin? He feels like he's about to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't get fired from this. You just, I mean, Not you know, your friends. Yeah, I mean, That's I'm one just. Thing I- I'm That's just wondering where I ever you, said I could run the show better than Tyrus. I don't believe I uh, ever said that. You can't. You, you, you I, yeah, clearly. You no, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. I was trying to motivate you. I was trying to motivate oh, okay. you. Come on. Yes, you can. Come on. You can do this. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I would talk about social media and its reflection on, on athletes and stuff like that. I mean, it, it, how much of social media is real in our characters? How much of it isn't? You know what I mean? I think uh, you know. I've been I've been trying to get my name changed. Are y'all there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been oh, trying yeah. to get my name changed from Kylie Junior WWE for the last two years, and I go to Instagram's phone number and I call them, and they say we can't help you on the phone at all. It's like an automated thing. So then they send me to help, and I'm still and that's still affecting it. You know what I mean? So I'm just you know I, I mean is that I mean how powerful do you all think social media is? In this day, I hate right? social media. Personally, uh, yeah. I hate social media. I don't know about 100%. you guys. But I, I hate I, it. It's a, it's a necessary evil. That's the only bad yeah. thing. It's because yeah. it, it, you know what I mean. It's so easy. And look, I was just talking about this the other day about <clears throat> music. Right back back in the day, the way you got into music was you went to L.A. with your band, you played gigs, right? You try to get discovered, you get seen, get a record deal, all that stuff. Now it's it's you want to. You want to get caught on social media. You're singing on YouTube. You're singing on your Instagram. You're, you know, you're trying to get stuff. Justin Bieber. That's what it is. They want the right Justin now. Bieber act. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just a completely different ball game now. You know, and it makes it easy and accessible for everyone. It makes everyone feel special and like they're a celebrity. That's why people do it. Right. You look. You get a response. If, if I just think about, it. hold on, think about this. If I go on Twitter right now or Facebook and I write. I'm sad for whatever reason, or I write, you know, whatever. Somebody's going to respond to it, and it's like right. and, and I think it, it's it's hard to project yourself. Like everybody's going to interpret everything a little bit differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, but With, depending you know, on what mood they're in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like to Luke's point, Luke, you just touched on something that I'm going to air out in public. If uh, if you guys are done t- making your points, so I don't want to step on anyone. I'll just say it. Okay, the the stuff about. So and so, I'm in the hospital, and then you find out it was just for a sprained ankle. But there, the, these these people posting these pictures of them in situations <laughs> that are less than pleasant all the time, and 
Oh, today is the seven-year anniversary. And look, I'm sorry. I'm an animal person. I love animals, okay? Maybe it's okay to post and stuff, but, like, there are people that constantly do this all the time. And, like, that that is when social media becomes, like, unhealthy, right? right. Because, well, you know what? There's, there's people oh, out there that shouldn't have stuff. platforms, guys. They yes. just shouldn't be able to, you know, call it fair or unfair. There's just some people that just need to shut the hell up, and we, you yeah. know what I mean. Like we shouldn't have to hear from them. For some uh, but, people, we we don't have to. That's the thing. We, we, that's why we we can add them, you know, and we don't have to have them. So is Tyrus is Tyrus coming back yet, or is he gone? No, you're leading the show. Come on, <laughs> hey, right, this is you. So we got about what seven got minutes the left. Steering bro. wheel, bro. You got yeah. We got this. seven minutes left. We'll start the clock. We won't go too long. Yeah. You know, we, people with Fox right. have to get they're getting. You know. Rocket yeah. What's the current yeah, time? What's our time? Yeah, what's our time, Kev? Uh, I believe we got 15, uh, 16 minutes. Right, we can okay. 16 minutes. That's easy. Come on now. We're calling on the fly. That, this is nothing. We got this. Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, I, I think I think social media is a big, I, I think we, we talked about addictions on the show too before, right? And I think social media, if we want to talk to like everybody too, I think, I think, it, I think it's a, you know, it can become an addiction, right? And I've, and I've talked about that before. And I, I think, uh, I think a lot of, you know, I think everybody deals with it. It's like, who are you on social media as opposed to who you are in real life? You know, and then where is that where is that line blurred and and how much can we be judged in that space as opposed to the, you know, as to the as as opposed to the people that we really are? You know, and and I don't think I don't think it's just wrestlers that that deal with it. I think, you know, I think a lot of people deal with it and I think it's it's just a lot of access to to everything, you know? Uh, plus, I know for me and my household, social media play, like, I guess I'm on, my wife and I have timers on our phone because we will sit here and be go, like, I'll be a creeper and just flipping through TikTok. And before I know it, I've spent an hour laughing at people doing dumb Right, right. And I'm like, man, I just wasted an hour uh, looking at my TV, my phone for nothing. Um, and that's that's what I think where a lot of Americans at today too. Like we waste a lot of time watching other people live life. Right. Well, right. Other, the other thing is they control what you look at, and that that's no secret. Look, you know what I mean? They're, they like your 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 phone, whatever you app you use, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They you know they're pushing what they want you to see. They're not necessarily pushing. I don't always see your tweet. If I if you tweet something, it ain't popping up first or in order. They got to get the algorithm and all that bullshit. So, you know, it, it's it's it, it's something that could easily be ni- manipulated. Is what I'm saying. It's the biggest catfish yeah, out there, right? It's all about well, yeah, right. it's advertising, yeah. right? That's it's, it's advertising, that's right. and, and that's kind of again, it, it's to me because people make a big deal about it. I say the knowledge that we have that this is going on is power in and of itself because we can choose not to play the game, right? We can choose to be like, all right, this is the way it is. This is a form of commerce, really. There's just like, I don't know, if you don't give it too much energy, it won't affect you that much, right? Does that make sense? That's the yeah. truth. Yeah, you said before it was like an energy, right? It, it, it can become an energy and it can be used for good or it can be used for bad. And, and it's, yeah, it's a hard thing to understand. I still want to know where I said I could do this better than Tyrus. Oh, my God, dude. That's just, ridiculous. Just pull the trigger. Just pull the trigger. Jesus. <laughs> He's I doing mean, great, though. He's, he's doing yeah, great. You're killing it, bro. Like, We're gonna get, if, I had a, if I had a sound machine, I'd give him a round of applause. Probably. All right. <laughs> We're flowing. This guy hits the pause button wants to put us back at first base again. <laughs> We're doing great. 
No, social uh, Aaron, media. Aaron, what's, what's new in your life, man? What's going on? Well, no, I just got back to Kentucky um, yeah. about uh, two days ago, so that was good. But uh, yeah. no, things are things are good. I'm actually uh, really looking forward to uh, 2023 because so far it's been pretty awesome. And uh, if it makes you feel any better, I can I can do a Tyrus impersonation while on the air. For more podcasts like this, just like this. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they find you, Kevin? Like, you know, that's we can, right, we can do right. that. Wrong, wrong host, Chris. Hey, I did find yeah. that uh that that WWE breaks all time gate viewership records at the Elimination Chamber article. February twenty first, twenty twenty three. WWE announced today that twenty twenty three Elimination Chamber, which uh blah 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 blah. I'm just scrolling through it's a bunch of bullshit. Highest grossing and most viewed Elimination Chamber in the company's history. Uh, viewership of twenty twenty three Elimination. Uh, Elimination Chamber saw a 54% increase versus the previous record set in 2022. The largest gate ever for any WWE event held in Montreal and the largest gate in the history of Elimination Chamber. Blah, blah, blah. It keeps on, so it's just saying they're crushing it. That's proof. No, but that's proof when you do an angle right, when you invest time in something, it will work. Right, right. No, Sammy... Sammy uh, bloodline gimmick in Montreal, home. You know, Sammy's Canadian. Like that was yeah. such, in my in my opinion, that's smart booking. Right. Of course it is, yeah. and it's great. It's great, but it, it all goes into back to saying, "What I'm telling you, if they're trying to sell the company, of course they want it at right. You know, they they want to put out. Hey, we're bringing in bigger profits than ever. Well, Vince is so, asking what nine billion dollars. Not every. T- have you guys seen that he's wanting nine billion dollars? Is that what it was? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. I've seen it, but I don't remember what the price was. When I read it, the only thing that popped in my head was like Austin Powers, $9 billion. <laughs> you think hey, somebody you would what? say that? Well, uh, yeah, but uh, you know what? I, I, actually, yes, I, I can see, like it, when we were talking about in the case of the Saudis, because they simply have that kind of disposable income. Um, yeah. But, you know, and to have that control over something that big in culture, in American culture. I well, that's what I mean. Somebody paid forty-four million for Twitter. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, billion, so, billion. I'm sorry, forty-four billion. I'm sorry, I can't speak right. today. No, no, no. But like, they see if there's if there's future money to be made, and WWE has always been an earner. Yeah. So I mean, I can see. I could see us, you know, somebody with a bunch of money, you know, want to step in and buy that. Okay, so say it's say it's the Saudis. Do they move everything to there? Do they move everything to Saudi Arabia? They just shoot everything there as a private because they said it it it, it, a, it won't be a public company anymore; it'll go private. So Personally, I think they would lose their their their. I think they would lose their American audience. I, I do too. Uh, you know, this is it's just like uh, Bush beer in St. Louis. You know, I don't and then what? And then what? And what happens with the wrestlers on the contract? Well, that's 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 some big, you know. That I don't know, bro. That's 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 a hell of a question. You know what I mean? I would I would be nervous because you. Yeah, well, I that's what I'm asking. All, why why yeah. why isn't anybody talking about it? Why isn't anybody asking? Right? That that'd be a, a key concern, right? If your company well, is potentially being sold to some. Well, up there, you, you know, they tell. You guys know the gimmick up there. You know, keep your mouth shut. We'll tell you when we know. Well, no, yeah. And, 
Nope. And the reality is, yeah, like the absolute reality of it is, and we all know this, uh, they are far more concerned with their bottom line, how much money they will make in their profits, as opposed to the future of their talent. Because yes. despite any kind of, you know, public perception, now there are times that I will say, as a company, they have been very decent. Like, and this is from my own personal experience, right? Um, I, I, I can say the same thing as well. I, they, they've you know been what I mean. decent, yes. But like, there's also been far, far many more times when like they will put out one image to the public and pretty much you, you will get kind of the, the opposite of that going on in their own practices. And like a perfect example, and I've said this, um, Vince McMahon, and I'm not saying this is good or bad, by the way. I'm saying the, 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 you, you know, talk, coming you talking about Disney? Angle. What's that? You talking about Disney? We got, no, we got about no. one minute, guys. We got about got one it, minute. Right? We got to wrap it up. Yeah. You got it. Um, so what it is, is he has said anti-bullying, anti-bullying, right? And he does all of this money with his campaign. And then at the same time, he will sit in talent meetings and say, you need to stab each other in the back and step on toes if you want to get ahead. You know, he has the ability to create a culture where it doesn't have to be like that. And his practice is something other than what he's preaching. Now, again, I'm not like good, bad at survival of the fittest. It's just the duality of it. And that's like not caring about the actual talent. That's something that, uh, you know, in my opinion, is is what's going on in the sale of the company. All right. You want to end it on that? It looks like we're going to. All right. Guys, for more podcasts like this, just like this, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. I never said I could run this show better than Tyrant. Not said. <laughs> Listen ad-free with Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.